Son, in 35 years of religious studies, I've come up with only two hard, incon- incontrovertible facts. There is a God, and I'm not him. Do you remember the scene? These are the words of the wise old priest in the chapel at Notre Dame, the university, of course, in South Bend, speaking to Daniel Rudy Rudiger. Rudy, in the movie that uses his name for its own, of course, wants to play football for Notre Dame and is asking the priest if there's anything that the priest can do to help make it so. And that's his response. There is a God, and I'm not him. It's an important message for all of us. And I propose it happens to be the message of today's gospel. There is a God. Wisdom tells about him in our first reading. The gospel tells us that we know his name. Jesus, the one from Nazareth, is God from God, light from light. This is what he says. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, cannot be my disciple. Hmm. Or the same phrase in another gospel, if you love, again, father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, more than me, Jesus says, then you are not worthy of me. Now hear it right. The Lord is not promoting hatred in any way. He wants families to be loving, of course, but in this hyperbolic phrase, he's making one of the clearest declarations, at least in Luke's telling, that this Jesus of Nazareth is, in fact, God himself, for no one else can make such a claim. Think about it. Muhammad would never have made this claim, or Buddha, or Moses. Bishop Barron points out that they could have said something like, if you don't follow my teachings, if you don't love my teachings more than you love your family, or if you don't love the God that I teach you about more than you love your family, then you're not, you're not worthy of me. But that's not what Jesus said. The only one who can make such an audacious claim that you have to love no one, that you must not love anyone as much as you love me, is either an absolute crazy person or God himself. There is a God, and his name is Jesus. And secondly, I'm not him. I'm not God. It can sound like a cute little throwaway line to throw into a homily, but I propose that it's an important thing for our world to remember. Look around the evening news and hear so much pride going into so many troubles. Maybe, Maybe a lot in the world have forgotten that I'm not. Remember how God created us in his image and likeness in the, the dawn of creation? I've heard it said that I feel like ever since we, we 
have been trying to return the favor, putting ourselves before God. Now, this is what we see in the gospel today, right? If you're building a tower, or if you're going into battle, you better plan ahead. If you don't, people will laugh, there will be destruction. We all have to do it. We all have to plan ahead for new work jobs, for new stages in our lives, for new school endeavors. We, we prepare. There's only one exception, of course. That's God himself. God thinks, and it is. And that might sound nice for some of our students, but that's not how we should try to, to take our tests. Not if we're looking to get good grades, that is. If we think, then we plan, for we are human, and we need a plan to move forward. We're not God. Paul alludes to that in his letter to Philemon, our second reading, when he writes about that great name Onesimus. Most scholars think that Onesimus was a escape, had escaped from slavery in Philemon's household. And now, Phil, now Paul wants Philemon to treat Onesimus well, not in servitude, but as a brother, as Onesimus goes back to Philemon. Paul wants Philemon to stop, if you will, playing God by enslaving another. And Paul, likewise, doesn't play God himself. He doesn't try to force it on Philemon, for he's not God. Philemon's not God. Rudy's priest, he wasn't God. Rudy isn't, and neither are you or I. For there is a God, but I'm not him. Of course, those two points need to meet. There is a God. It's not us. Where do those two points, the vertical and horizontal, meet? Of course, in the core of today's gospel. Look onto the cover of your worship aid if you don't remember it. Look into the center of the reading. But that, that picture on our worship aid, I, I cringed at first to look at it. This Jesus and this woman in this room of crosses. What was that all about? Go back to the gospel. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. We have a God who loved us so much that he took upon the cross. This God who became man and dwelt among us, dying for us on the cross. He knows we have crosses in our lives as well. And so he invites us not to play God, not to pretend that we can eliminate all the crosses of our lives, but to take that in ways great and small. In the sacrifices that we make right here at this altar, and we follow him. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds.